Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, one of the things that we are paying close attention to as we uh, kind of ease into this hour of the show is that uh, the talk, mm-hmm. the TV show on CBS, yep. that is uh, hosted in part by Julie Chen, or has been at least in the past, uh, has just started. It's just starting its airing, and uh, and we are going to be paying attention to the show today to see when they will bring Julie Chen's recorded message we are anticipating that is meant to, we think... Uh, talk of her departure from the show. The thing that um, that uh, I'm thinking right now is that they chose not to start the show mm-hmm. with it. Um, and they said, before the hour's up, we'll be, you know, you'll hear from Julie Chen herself, which makes me think there's probably not much to hear uh, or they want to do it in such a way as they don't have time to talk about it. Right. Um, because otherwise, why wouldn't you just lead with that and get right to the thing that everybody is tuning in for? Exactly. So here we are tuning in for it. And... <laughs> Nothing's happening. So this might be, you know, we're going to try to keep an eye on it as we as we talk with you throughout the hour. And when there is something to share, we will share it. We're very much looking forward to dissecting every word of her entire statement. Holly, do you are you um, you're watching it, right? She's working on it right now. Yes, okay. she's got her eye on it. And and, uh, and they're and they're working on some things. I was just saying, can you see it? Um, and I'm doing this on air producing just because it's distracting yep, for I'm me. So if you off, have the ability to turn it off and she can see it. It's we're all good. good. We're good. We're good. Then we can focus on other stuff. So the other stuff we're going to focus on at this point is I found a very what I thought was a fascinating uh, take on things that happened on the Emmys last night that we were not yeah. privy to, yep. right? So you, we all see the red carpet. We all see the handing out of all of the the awards. But there were things happening that we didn't even know were going on. Now, this article outlines five things. Okay. I really, there's a top three that I would like to share with you. I was going to say, are these like a worthy five? No. Okay. I'm going to share with you only the three things that I thought you would find fascinating. Okay, cool. One of them is um, the concession stands Mm -hmm. now they did make a note at the beginning of the broadcast last night uh the emmy the emmy telecast hosted by colin jost and michael che they said hey guys this is the first year that you all can drink your beverages in your seats what that said to me yes what that said to me was we're gonna have some drunk people winning awards tonight yeah which is not always the best thing and they kind of made fun of that right yeah which I mean, I look forward to that a little bit on the Golden Globes, but uh, in any case, so this was different this year. Well, they did not mention that in addition to all the cocktails that the celebrities could uh, avail themselves of, there were also concessions outside of the place. This is this is what I'm all about. Like, didn't they? What did they have? They had mm-hmm. nachos. Oh, yeah. 
And I don't mean like fancy dancy Hollywood nachos. With hot yellow cheese sauce. Yes. I mean like the kind you get at a twins game. Mm-hmm. They had those yeah. types of concessions. Some like Tostitos. They had a Wetzel's pretzel that you could oh, get. That's very smart of Like them. a big, you know, yeasty pretzel. Okay. Um, essentially, it was like a mall food court. That would be awesome. I think every place needs to have one of those. But then they were pairing that stuff with... Booze. Oh, they, were, they also had hot dogs with $14 blood orange margaritas. Yeah, of course. That's like everything. This is why I love being sober. Here's why. Because they overcharge you on the cocktails. And then those of us who don't drink get a steal because we get to eat cheap or free often. So I'm there for that. You can pay the $14 for the margarita. I'm getting the $5 nachos. I did just kind of love, though, the very expensive cocktail paired with literally scooping hot cheese into your mouth yeah celebrities i loved it but that's such a hipster thing it is kind of you're right oh here take a bag of pretzels and it's such a hipster thing to do with your 40 dollar tequila shots now one of my favorite moments of the show last night of the Mm -hmm. uh telecast the Mm -hmm. uh, emmy's telecast was the couple that got engaged when Glenn Weiss proposed oh, yeah. to his girlfriend Jan Svensson so on live TV. It was so cute. But you know what? Here's the thing. Not everybody knew that was going on. Because you we all, I think sometimes we forget they're kind of um the people that are sitting in the auditorium, it's this is a three hour show. Yeah. They're not sitting still the whole time. They'll get up, they'll go out, they'll have a cocktail. They're not waiting for intermission or TV timeout. They're not waiting for that. They're just getting up and like, they're like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And they get up and go. It doesn't matter what's happening. So people are out in the um in the concession area. They're missing this proposal. Well, one person who didn't miss it, Leslie Jones. And you have oh, to hear so cute. her adorable reaction to this proposal. It really is adorable. This is Leslie Jones reacting. Uh, uh, the man that's going to be with me is going to uh, propose to me on the Emmys, okay? And, and if, you, if you don't do that, then you ain't serious about our love. Real talk. Nah, nah. Her reaction when that was going on was priceless. I'm like, girl, don't steal their show. But she almost did with her. You know, she was like, she was having it. It was a pretty sweet moment. In fact, actually, I for one split second. So, you know, he said he's kind of mid speech and he says something like, you ask why I don't want you to. I don't ever call you my girlfriend. It's because I don't want you to be my girlfriend. I want you to be my wife. And everybody erupts and they find her and they're sending her up to the stage. And he's like, I haven't done it yet. I haven't asked yet. And I'm sitting there thinking, what if he just was saying that as part of his speech, but didn't like have wasn't ready to propose and everybody assumed that, but thankfully he had the ring right there. He's ready to do it. And it was a really sweet story and the 65 year old ring with the thing and the, yeah, it was sweet. She was clearly just caught totally off guard. And I am not one for, in fact, we had this whole conversation about public displays of, um, you know, like engagements and things. And I'm always like the more public that display is, the less I feel like it's genuine, unique and genuine Mm -hmm. or genuine and unique. But that's just uh, what I also said was I realized that that is me and there are a lot of people for whom the opposite might be true. So in that moment, you know, he, uh, you know, I'm sure she felt like queen of the world. Well, and there was something really like kind of spontaneously sweet about it. Yeah. Because all of the stars had to align, right? In order for that to happen, he had to win the award. And they're in their 60s and they're clearly very happy and you just feel good for them. And it will always be the day that he won an Emmy and then won 
her heart for exactly. the rest it's of his so life. Sweet. All right, oh. now this is the one. This to me was the coolest thing that we never see. Okay. Is what happens as they're exiting? They have to get out of the auditorium when it's done. They've all got parties to go to. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So as they left last night, and I don't know much about this, uh, like what high school this group was from, but there was a Glee club that was lined up outside the exit singing to the stars as they exited the ballroom last night. Here's this adorable Glee club singing a familiar song. Interesting. All right. Isn't that cute? That's cute. So they were just out there singing their songs, and uh, the celebrities were walking by, and they were being entertaining, and on to the next thing. And that's how the whole evening ended for many of them. So uh, I just thought that was a fun no, thing. No, it's adorable. Share yeah. that we never got to see. All right, now when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our eyes are still on the talk. We are waiting for an announcement from Julie Chen. Um, oh, we are anticipating up. that she will be leaving the show as of today. We're going to talk a little bit more about that as we continue to keep our eye on the show, uh, and hopefully we can bring you that announcement after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. On the talk because we are awaiting a an announcement from Julie Chen on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. That is Bradley Trainer. Well, thanks for asking, Bradley. Um, here's what's going on. Okay, so uh speaking of daytime television, I miss out on a lot of television because well oh, we're no, here I get it. yeah and you do too yeah. right like i used to watch the maury povich i used to watch you know the people's court you, know, you judge judy etc yeah but uh one of the shows that i did not even know existed is a show that is called um hold on i gotta get it right it is called the hold on it is called ah <laughs> uh, it's called uh follow that truck no follow that no that's truck. not what it's called what i'm trying to remember about? the name of the and it's not immediately available in this particular um face the truth have you heard of this show no. called face the truth yeah okay so this show we need this in our lives this is like the greatest show of all time it is hosted by vivica a fox and um and then there's a panel of experts. There's like a medical expert. There is a judge. There is a um, there is a, a, a there's a life coach involved. There's a, all different types of medical doctors, etc. Yeah. There's a panel of those people, and it's basically like think about it like people's court with like family issues. Okay. So two people will come to this show, face the truth to confront an issue in their relationship and they'll put it through the panel and they'll each kind of argue their side and then the panel will weigh in and it's like, you know, they don't really come to like a ruling, but it is pretty entertaining, right? Because okay. people are airing their dirty laundry so yeah. and people are weighing in. Well, yesterday, okay. Farrah Abraham was on the show with oh, her mother, well, that's gonna be interesting. Deborah. Oh. And I think that the, the whole gist of it was something along the lines of, you know, is their relationship, I don't know, is one of them trying to shut the other one out? Yeah, so it's just basically lies to get her on a TV exactly. show. Exactly. Yep. But, her agent booked her, that is Gina Rodriguez. Okay. Exactly. But what ended up happening is one of the panelists asked Farrah Abraham, 
why she kept on fiddling with her nose during the show. <laughs> okay. She and an this allergy? led them to give her a urine test. Okay. And then what? they, I'm serious. And then they present this to her on the You're show. You're fiddling the with your nose. Let's take a pee test. Pretty much. Like maybe she's got like a drug thing happening. She kept on like wiping her nose. Cocaine. So Dr. Mary Chernozanowski pulled out a pee cup and asked her to take a drug test. Weird. Okay. I know. By the way, Dr. Mary like Chernozanowski goes by Scary Mary. Okay. Yep. No, that's a legit thing. So here's what happens. Okay. So then they reveal the results of the pee test. Are okay. you ready to hear yep. how this all went down? Oh, for sure. Okay. Here we go. I'd like to first say, when, before I give the That's results, scary, Mary. some test we can take and be very specific about what the drug is, such as cocaine, uh, such as marijuana, and others, it's more of a generalization. So to protect her interest, um, she, she did test positive for barbiturates, but that could be a prescribed drug. So if her doctor legally prescribed a barbiturate for her, that's fine. As for mom, she was negative. She said that basically you tested positive, but that could have been the result of you being, listen, listen, listen. you go, I just listen, just listen to me, baby. That that could have been something that you got from a doctor that maybe you were prescribed a muscle relaxer or something like that, but you did test positive for a barbiturate. <gasps> I'm just a little confused of what a barbiturate is. Because okay, so, so Farrah, bar- a barbiturate is a um, central nervous system depressant. Um, there's some prescribed medications. So maybe you can show me your list of medications later and we can take a look. So I don't think either that's mine. I have to just say, did someone confuse something? I have to be that blunt. I have to be that blunt at this um, moment in my life up here. I'm sorry if oh, it sounds so crazy or if someone <laughs> Nothing that Switched. happened today sounded crazy. So just tell me what. So just tell me what I am so like laughing out loud right now. She's laughing out loud right now. Okay, that's so. I first of all, I need you to cut that audio so that we can use anytime I need to be blunt. I need to be that blunt in my life. I. It is she. This woman. First of all, I can't. This is totally fake. It is clearly on pills. Yeah, she just doesn't know they're called barbiturates. Right. Um. She only understood one or two syllables of that word and those syllables were bar and bitch (gasps) sorry okay i worked on that uh in any case no but i just i was delighted by that whole story look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply line because it just to me exemplifies how Farrah Abraham does not understand 
the world that we live in and also has the strangest use of the English language I've ever heard in my life. So let me just read the transcript of what she said. I'm just a little confused of what a barbiturate is. I don't think either that's mine. And I have to say, did someone confuse something? I have to be that blunt at this moment in my life up here. I'm laughing out loud right now. Then she goes on to accuse them of changing, switching her P test on a dumb fake show called face the truth. Yeah. Also, um, you peed in their cup. (laughs) So I kind of feel like you opened yourself up for this experience. Yes, honey. And also at the point at which your life's work requires you to pee in cups on TV and then to be like weirdly shamed. Although I'm not really like, what was the point of that is like you tested positive for barbiturates. Okay. Um, Here's the thing. Uh, So if she had just said, yeah, oh, I'm on a prescription. What is the point of what you just did? Right. And it's not to take her to task so much as the show. Like they just set up this weird thing where they could catch her in a lie. So I'm sure they were like, you need to lie. Yeah. You need to act like you don't understand what's going on. And that's why she's like, I'm up here with my life, not being able to handle this right now. You're like, okay, you're a bad actress. You know perfectly well what it is that you're on and it's totally prescribed by a doctor. So could we just move on? Because I'm not sure why we're doing this. In any case, I want to watch this show. My understanding is that this is not a show that airs everywhere. But again, it's called Face the Truth. And it's hosted by Vivica A. Fox. And if you, uh, you can go. Who knew Vivica A. Fox had her own show? Right. And you can watch entire episodes on their website if you just Google Face the Truth. And it's all, it's not celebrities. I mean, you know, I'm saying like Farrah Abraham was on and I'm calling her a celebrity. But she and her mom were on. But there's all different types of episodes and it's different family members confronting each other about things. I, I'm here for it. Now, before I forget, we have to remind people tomorrow is a special day. So is Thursday. Tomorrow and Thursday, we are collecting diapers and wipes in a diaper drive that we are doing for our friends in North Carolina at the North Carolina Diaper Bank uh, who have been affected by Hurricane Florence. So you can help us out simply by dropping off diapers or wipes at either of our drop locations. Tomorrow we'll be at Rosedale. And then on Thursday we'll be at the General Store of Minnetonka. Uh, You also can make cash donations online at mytalk1071.com. Keyword diaper. You can find out more there. And we'd love to see you out at those drop locations. We're going to fill up a truck. and We're going to send it to our friends in North Carolina, courtesy of uh, our friends at Ungerman Construction. So thank you to all of you in advance. And we'll see you out there. Face the Truth is on uh, here locally. It's on Channel 5, KSTP. Oh, look at that. 2 to 2.30. Wonderful. Uh, But stay here with us on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We'll be back after this. My Talk 1071. Everything. You slime-eating dogs, you scum-sucking pigs, you sons of a motherless goat. Entertainment. Celebrities behaving badly, they do it so often that each and every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show and My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. We, Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer, like to call them out. We got a name, we call them, and that name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Oh, are you okay? Your D-bag got the better of you, girl. I'm choking. Are you okay? I want you oh, to be okay. I took a sip of water. It went down the wrong pipe. Okay. Are you better now? Do you want to I am. tell the world who your D-bag is? Or do you yes. want to go first or what? What's My going on? D-bag is Roseanne. 
Roseanne Barr again. Okay. So apparently she's gotten wind of what happens to her character on the next season of The Connors, which is the show that has now spun off unwittingly from the show Roseanne, which she was part creator of. And um, I'm going to let her just describe the experience herself. What is going to happen to the character of Roseanne on the new series? I wanted to do that. That was, of course, my idea, too. But, you know, because there's so many people my age, it's a real problem in America. So we wanted to address things so that were real. But I never was going to uh, have Roseanne Connor die of an opioid overdose. It's so cynical and horrible. He should have died as a hero. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, so I think you gave up your right. Let's just dissect all of this. There's a lot to unpack here. First of all, let's just talk about the fact that um, this is a woman who lost her career. So her career died allegedly uh, due to an overdose of Ambien, right? She killed her own career. Yeah. She blamed it on Ambien. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't she doesn't like the storyline of the show that she no longer gets to be involved with because yeah. she said racist things on Twitter after she took Ambien. You, honey, you don't get to say you don't get to say how, what you think of how your character is dying on the show. Well, you've given that up. Actually, no, she does have a say and did have a say and could have stood mm. in the way of them having a stay, a say. And I like I'm here for that. I get that. Like if you created something and somebody wants to totally take it in a direction you're not comfortable with that, that would not feel right. However, she at that at, at the time when the choice was made to continue the show could have, to my understanding, said no. And then, you know, but obviously in in this particular case, she didn't want to, you know, destroy the careers of everybody that was working on the show. And so made whatever agreements or forfeited whatever rights to have that opinion she had. So, yes, of course, don't be a D-bag and maybe you'll get to make choices. But even if that's not the case. She forfeited her right knowingly. I mean, she could have sued. She could have done all sorts of things. It's over. Just, yes, it's not the way you wanted it to be, um, but... But let it go. But at this point, is that really what you want to spend your time? I mean, I get that she feels like crap about it. I'm sure she does. But that's, you know, that happened for a reason. Yeah, and that can be her experience, and that's just fine. Um, She doesn't like it. She just feels like... um, what did she say? She feels like it's. What did she? What was the last thing she said in that piece of audio? She said it's. She didn't say it's basic, but it's she cynical. said it's and cynical horrible. and horrible. Yeah, right. And again, mm-hmm. I get it, but you know, I feel like she forfeited her right to talk about it mm-hmm. by allowing them to continue the series without her input. Exactly. So. So, but she's still a d bag. Yeah. Oh, I will sure. honestly take any opportunity. Any opportunity. Um, speaking of D-bags, we need to talk about this person. This is a, a Hollywood diva that I love and really, frankly, the world loves to basically hate. In fact, do you know Betty Davis despised Faye Dunaway? She was like the only actress that Betty Davis despised. Was Faye Dunaway. Was Faye Dunaway. Well, what is she doing now? Well, Faye Dunaway has struck again with her diva ways. You, I had forgotten this. You may remember that just over a year ago, we talked about Faye Dunaway because she'd broken up with a hairstylist over a a bill uh, that she disagreed with. I remember vaguely talking about this story now last year. 
But she's at it again. Oh, yes. Faye Dunaway has moved to another salon, the Warren Tricomi Salon, which is a luxe salon on 58th Street. And apparently she's getting snippy with them (gasps) and they're not having it. (laughs) Quote, after moving her appointment like 10 times during the day, she yelled, I'm ready now. (laughs) They've told Faye she can't talk to them that way. And then she asks, quote, do you know who I am? Oh, no. I am Faye Dunaway. See, I feel fine about her behaving like that. You can't treat Faye Dunaway like you cannot move her appointment 10 times. Was the star of Dunstan Dunaway. in. What has she done lately? I don't know. Nothing. Faye Dunaway is a notorious crank. Okay, fine. Uh, Moving her appointment 10 times. She, no, she's the one who moved her appointment oh, 10 times. Okay, fine. You're right. I was then. like, Sorry. why are you, where is this coming from? I thought they were she saying she moved they her moved. 10 po- appointment 10 times. That and they were rude. like, we're not no, right. ready. And she's like, I'm ready. That's rude. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I blew up. <laughs> anyway, how dare you? I'm sorry. She always, Do you know who I am? Now get this. She always comes in with a scale and measures out salad and other food. <laughs> At a salon. She her own scale to, yes! to weigh her salad. At the salon. Often dropping it everywhere and then yelling at employees to clean it up because I'm Faye Dunaway. <laughs> she is more pretentious than anyone else. I love I this. I don't want a front seat for this party. The salon's Edward Tricomi of Tricomi Salon says, Faye is fine. I've known her for 40 years or better. Well, actually, it's probably a queen. Faye is fine. I've known her for 40 years or better. Look, everybody's had their moments. Faye's fine. She's not a problem. Which, frankly, let's be real. If Faye Dunaway is coming to your salon, you're and you're the owner, you're like, girl, yeah. you be you. You're happy the to accommodate. The problem is that the people that have to pick up her salad yeah. droppings are not having Faye Dunaway I right feel now. like she should have an assistant just for that. Her salad her droppings? salad dropping assistant. Salad droppings! <laughs> um, Helps you every can day. Can I tell you, I can't tell you how I know this, but I was in a room once with a very, very famous celebrity. Probably the most famous celebrity that I've ever been in a room with before. Can't tell you how I know that. And this celebrity, what? I'm just Have I told you this story ever? I don't know. I and will this tell you. Celebrity uh, began to prepare her cereal. Okay. <clears throat> His or her cereal, excuse me. Well, it for sure wasn't a lady then. His or her cereal. <laughs> okay. In a in, in a room uh-huh. where we weren't all eating cereal. It wasn't like a kitchen. No. Okay. It was apropos of nothing, mm-hmm. but this person wanted to eat his or her cereal at that moment, much to the bemusement, perhaps. <gasps> Of everyone in the room, like, is is that person eating cereal right now? This sounds now? super familiar, and I yeah, can't. Yeah, I'll tell you off the air because I can't talk about it. But mm-hmm. just know, why did I tell you what that story? that celebrities that eat strange celebrities things? Celebrities bring their food with them and think that they can just eat whenever they yes. want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, being a celebrity doesn't sound so bad. Oh wait, it never did. Yeah, well, you're busy bringing your blanket to the theater. Nice try, germ. Lady, nasty That's germ nasty. lady, yeah. germ lady. Yeah, short notice. I'm. I'll. I'll forgive you for that. I mean, I. Had you could have better. done better. Germ oh, also, lady. can I tell you that the staff at the salon, all they wanted to do when they saw her bringing her salad in, is curl up and die. 
That was actually page six wrote that. that I cute, thought it was yeah. delightful. That's really mm-hmm. cute. Uh, all right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are, I promise you, we are getting to the point where on the talk, they are going to feature a recorded message from Julie Chen. We know this because they have been teasing it the entire show and we've had one eye I'm on it. I'm beginning to wonder. I kind of am too, but they've promoted it every time they've tossed to a break. Yeah. So we've got the live feed. We're going to try to take it when we see it happen. Uh, we are all speculating about what we think that message will contain. And by the way, I, you know, I'm also speculating whether or not it's actually going to be a video message. I'm wondering if it isn't going to be that voicemail that we've been talking about. Oh God, that'd be hilarious. I like, hope so. With, with Sarah Gilbert just holding up her iPhone. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> Uh, because apparently she sent a nasty voice message to a producer of the talk and it was being shared last night at the How Emmys. dare you? Don't you know who I am? Exactly. I'm Faye Dunaway. Pick, Pick up, up my, my salad. salad. When we come back, we'll go with the talk and hopefully we'll get that announcement after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. This has been a treacherous hour on the talk, uh, a show that we don't generally pay attention to on the Colleen and Bradley show. On My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. In fact, actually, it's ill advised to try to do a radio show while watching television. I know, because it gets a little distracting. We totally, you know. We we'll know. cop to that. Yeah. But we've been trying to keep one eye on the talk because early, well, late yesterday afternoon, we heard that it was inevitable that Julie Chen would be leaving the talk. Then this morning, we've heard a couple different reports that said that she would be. Uh, they would be sharing a message, either a video message or an audio message from Julie Chen uh, that would be announcing her um, resignation from her seat on the popular talk show. I mean, I mean it's a show. It's a show. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we thought, well, we got to hear this because this is going to be very interesting. Now, we had assumed clearly wrongly and now that we're realizing uh why that they would be airing that at the beginning right during their yeah you think like oh let's kick it off because that's how they address the issue when uh headlines broke that mm-hmm. less left cbs that was the first thing they talked about mm-hmm. at least actually i don't know that because we weren't watching live but we assumed anyway that that's would be the first thing they talked about today to sort of deal with the elephant in the room. However, now it seems like they are just trying to milk it for ratings and make us, you know, wait until the very last moment. And they have been dragging us along. In fact, hmm. every single tease to break there, uh, promoting this audio message or this message of sorts from Julie Chen. Currently, they are in the midst of a uh, an interview with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, so obviously. They're not going to get to it anytime soon. Yeah, literally will likely They'll be the very last thing they do, and they will cut and run after that. Yeah, so let's hope they get to it before fifty. You know, fifty-six minutes after go. the hour. But here's what I, this is: what's frustrating to me is uh, I I understand kind of dragging it out for ratings. I get that, but do you? Because in 2018, who's sitting there? I mean, other than us, <laughs> who's sitting there waiting? Right. You're right. Because it'll be a clip that gets shared later, et cetera. But what I don't, but what, what will bother me is if they don't have a moment to react because what, then they're going to air it and they're going to be like, so that was Julie Chen. Now she's gone and bye. And we'll be back tomorrow. And then tomorrow, are they going to not? Can I just say that makes me think that, um, that they don't want to talk about it, which means that it's probably going to be very terse and short and it's been a wonderful opportunity and they don't they don't want to just they don't want to go there presumably they don't want to walk into it because you saw how uncomfortable 
um, Sharon Osbourne was. You saw how uncomfortable Sarah Gilbert was. Maybe they just don't want to deal with it. Maybe they're like, or maybe they're just not happy with what her message is. Although I feel like if that's the case, they wouldn't air it in the first. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Place. Right. And then, but then add to that, part of, presumably one of the reasons why Julie Chen is leaving the talk is because how is she going to be able to talk <laughs> about what her husband has been accused of, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But then, but she is part of the story. And so then if she resigns and they don't talk about it because they don't feel like talking about it, well, that is the story though, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I also thought this was kind of an interesting tweet we got from one of our listeners because we were talking about whether or not we felt like Julie Chen had a responsibility to leave CBS as a result of the things that her husband has been accused of and this is what our listener john tweeted us quote he says i'm of mixed minds about julie chen yes she doubled down and is quote standing by her man but at what point are we demonizing her and making her pay for her husband's behavior is she being turned into a collateral victim here and i would say i I, you know i i understand that that seems like where we are going with it i don't think I, i don't think at least on my part i am this actually has nothing to do with whether or not she decides to quote stand by her man What this has to do with is the fact that her husband has had to leave an organization because of accusations of horrible, terrible sexual assault, harassment, etc., and has had to step down from his role of power. Her staying there means that he is now just one degree away. So she's still in, in essence, he's still involved, at least through her, in the organization. It's impossible for people who work there to not feel that connection. Well, and I think to me, the bigger point um, or another point is frankly, she's already put her flag in the sand on this particular story. She had that very uh, forceful statement when the allegations first were made public that she supports him, that she doesn't believe he's lying, that she doesn't essentially she's saying those women are lying. I believe my husband So that to me says she has now put her flag in the sand. She didn't have to say any of that. She could have said it's a, you know, a very complicated issue. You'll understand that it deals with my family and it's not something I'm feeling very comfortable talking about in the open. Maybe at a later point, I'll talk about it, blah, blah, blah. That would have allowed her to stay where she is because she would have set a precedent that she's not going to talk about it. But she used her platform to say very specifically that she supported her husband, a man who has been forced out of the organization uh, that he worked at because of the things she says he didn't do. Right. 
Right. So that is just you can't deal with that anymore. No. I mean, you, you wouldn't be she would not be able to come onto the set and not just be a glaring example of 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 that particular story, not right. because of the closeness of her to her husband, but because she has taken a position on it. She's carried that message yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I think John raises a good question, and I certainly think that there are um, historical stories that have kind of pushed that storyline that stand by their man and that they're being punished for doing that. Listen, what Julie Chen does in her marriage is none of my business. It's none of your business. It's none of our business. It's nobody's business. What she does in her marriage. However, she brought that, she brought her opinion and her thoughts into the workplace. Yeah. She, I mean, she took a very public, she took a very public position on a a very public issue. And, um, you know, that unfortunately it didn't, things didn't go the way she planned. And now she'll, you know, pay the price for that. But that's, that was her choice. That wasn't, you know, I mean, and plus, just talk about being in a situation like she's in. That is a unique uh, position um, to be on a talk show with a bunch of other people, right? It's mm-hmm. an organic thing. It's not just her, right. right? It's not just her show because she could choose to not talk about things. She is then putting everybody else in the position of confronting the choices that she's made if mm-hmm. she's sitting there. And so then you're you're almost, you know, if you care about those people that you work with, why would you want to put them in that position right. every day? Right. So that's why I'm curious to see what her position is now, because up to this point, she's been very defiant and very forceful and supportive of her husband. So I want to know if she's going to do that or if she's going to maybe put out a little humble pie in order to, you know, maybe restart a career. Or if it's just going to be completely devoid of anything at all and just a very frank, it's been, I've had a lot of great years on this show and I'm unfortunately not going to be coming back and, you know, yeah, peace out a little bit. But then I just go back to like, well, then what's the purpose? Just don't come back. Why do you need to make a statement? Yeah. And again, to your point, why do you need to make a statement? And then why are they obligated to air it? Yeah. Which means they think there's some benefit in it. So that's why we need to see it because we need to know what they're thinking or none of the above. And she'll speak Spanish and uh, Mm -hmm. talk about a new telenovela that she's going to do. I don't I mean, at this point, I have no clue. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, they are certainly milking it for all it's worth because the talk is currently in their final break. Meaning, well, TikTok, we got two break. minutes, ladies. Yeah, we're not going to get to it. I mean, that's the thing that's we'll bring it to you a bummer. We will hour. bring it to you at the top of the next hour, uh, and then and then we're kind of excited to talk to our next guest. We have a great friend of the show, Ryan McEnany, and uh, he, you may know him as the owner of Frenchie's Salon. However, what you may not know about Ryan McEnany is that he um, he has connections in Hollywood, and in fact, shared over social media that his team did the nails of two Emmy winners last night. Absolutely. So we are going to check in with him. But before we do that, um, by that point, we will have gotten um, the audio of Julie Chen's sign off. Um, parting words. Parting words, I yep. guess, on the talk. Good luck to you, Julie. Yeah, so we'll be sharing that on the other side of this. And the other thing that we want to make sure we share with you and ask you to share with the victims of uh, Hurricane Florence is that we are having a diaper drive. We have done this in the past. Uh, We have wanted to raise uh, funds and also collect diapers and wipes 
for a diaper bank in North Carolina. We're going to stuff a truck at two drop points, one tomorrow, one on Thursday. You and I will be there tomorrow. We will be there tomorrow. We'll be at Rosedale. Uh, and we'd love to see you there. Bring some diapers, bring some they wipes really want to size four and five diapers, please. Four and five will be much appreciated. We'll stuff that truck and send it off. And uh, uh, we'd love to see you there. More information at mytalk1071.com. Keyword diapers. When we come back, we're going to carry that message from Julie Chen to you and then check in with our friend, Bye. Brian McEnany.